This is Dr. What? Dr. Where? Stories of Rural Medicine. It's the podcast exploring what it's like to live, work and train in rural medicine across regional Victoria. This series, we're going to look at some ways you can take your professional practice to a new level, whether that's receiving mentorship from near peers to forging a pathway towards the medicine you're passionate about. And these pathways can be a significant challenge to develop, particularly when you're trying to build experience within an area of medicine you're interested in, or you're trying to develop a specialist pathway in the regions. This is where the Regional Medical Training website can help. It's a new resource built by the Southern Regional Training Hub Alliance and extended via collaboration with the New South Wales Regional Training Hub Network. This initiative reflects the overall collaborative approach in rural medicine, something which Professor Shane Bullock says also comes through in the Murray-Darling Medical Schools Network, or MDMSN. Professor Bullock is the Head of School of Rural Health at Monash University and says these collaborations are delivering the best training for junior doctors. One of the things about our rural uh, ways of doing things is that collaboration is often the best way of achieving the kind of outcomes that we want for, you know, the preparation of young doctors. And so there's a lot of collaboration involved in the MD, MSN. So the major universities that are involved, uh, Charles Sturt University is working together, collaborating with Western Sydney University at their Orange campus. University of Sydney is working at Dubbo. University of New South Wales is working at uh, Wagga Wagga. That's the main base of, of that particular program. University of Melbourne are working together with La Trobe University to offer a pathway from school through their first degree into the University of Melbourne Graduate Entry Medicine Program. And of course, we're doing it also at Monash University through our Graduate Entry Program. So there are whole different ways of doing it. Some of these universities are building uh, new facilities to bring students into. One of the advantages for us is that we already have a strong footprint in the Murray-Darling region, particularly the northwest of Victoria. Our footprint, if you like, is from Bendigo through to Muldura. And so within our graduate entry program, they do their first year, their preclinical foundation year, at our Churchill campus. Most of the students will move to uh, Mildura and Bendigo to do at least two and a half of their three clinical years. And so because students start at Churchill, embedded in a rural program and finish at least most of their final year there, it's known as an end-to-end program because they're immersed in rural from the beginning of the course pretty much until their end. How does this build on the education that you could already get with Monash Rural Health? We know that students who come from rural origin backgrounds are more likely to want to practice subsequently once they qualify as doctors in rural locations. Often it's their home area, which they've originated from, but sometimes where they've been placed and have extended medical or clinical placements, that's also an area that they might become engaged in, get to know the communities and want to practice in as well. So that's the first thing. The second thing we know is that extended clinical placements in rural where students are engaged 
with um, their communities that they're living with are also more likely to want to stay in practice as rural doctors subsequently. Well, with Monash's rural health footprint, it sounds like this program has a pretty wide range of not only experiences, but geographical areas given Monash's reach across Victoria. That's absolutely true because we've got a thousand kilometre footprint from Mildura in the top northwest corner of Victoria down through Gippsland pretty much to the point, the far east of Victoria. It is an extensive footprint and the geography is different as you move from one end of that footprint to the other. And the way communities operate are diverse. I mean, we often talk about rural as being sounding like a homogenous kind of entity, but actually it's very diverse. Regional, rural and remote communities can be different um, from each other as much as they are different from uh, metro arrangements. And the health services, the way in which they operate is different in each of those areas. So we think it actually gives students a rich opportunity to experience different kinds of communities, different kinds of health services, different kinds of geography, different kinds of attractions in each of those areas in which students can sample as a part of making that decision about where they might like to live and practice in subsequently. So that's really a rich thing. And one of the, one of the things that is also important is that contemporary students of the age in which they're in our program are a bit more mobile than what they might have been decades ago. So a student can actually move around and taste different kinds of locations and experiences as a part of their, that mobility. And even after they finish and graduate, they may be more mobile than what young doctors were decades ago. You know, that idea that they graduate, they stay in the area, they do the internship and then go on to do specialties there. That's not necessarily the case for a modern graduate. They might do their internship, they might go away for a little while to another region and then come back to that region to settle subsequently. Has Monash Rural Health commenced this program? Is it one of the universities that has? Yes, we're sort of not necessarily ahead of everybody, but because our program is a mature program, which has now incorporated a cohort of end-to-end students, we've actually started, our first cohort has started this year and will move into their first clinical year next year. It's important to note that there's no new medical Commonwealth-supported places created as a part of this program. It's simply reallocating it to a, a different, more comprehensive program. But the overall goal of this program is to address the workforce issues that rural Australia is facing with doctors. How is this program going to help that? Well, again, I think the, the nature of this is that students who are committing to extended rural placement, that's a combination of community-based placement and regional rural hospital-based experiences, will have quite a, a nice picture of what it's like to be a regional or rural doctor. And I think that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to uh, create an environment, a very positive environment, where students find that uh, opportunity very tasty, very um, desirable. And that's different in terms of other students, because while it's possible in one year or another year to do an extended rural placement, 
that's a shorter period of time which you, in which you're engaging with, you know, a rural community or a regional community. So I think this is the advantage, a long period, an extended period, moving around into different parts of our footprint, uh, getting a different taste of what it means to be regional or rural, seeing the diverse nature of that, and hopefully embracing it as, a, as an option for them. We have had some experience in this because we also, as part of Monash's school leaver program, which we call the direct entry program from school, students at admission there, 30 students can commit to uh, become part of what's known as the extended rural cohort. So they complete their two years of preclinical training at the Clayton campus, and then they do two and a, at least two and a half of their three clinical years in rural placement. And we've been running that for about a decade. And we can see that that actually does help to shape um, students' decisions, you know, post-graduation. And so I think that, you know, the end-to-end program we would expect to be the same. Going on to the other end of the studying journey and getting into training, one of the things that the Southern Regional Training Hub Alliance has done to sort of help facilitate things a bit better has been launching the regional medical training website. And that's got a, a whole range of different specialties and training opportunities across a pretty wide swathe of southeastern Australia. Can you run through some of the things that are sort of on offer through this website and kind of how it works within facilitating training? Well, one of the things about postgraduate training is there's a lot of confusion because the pathways through different specialties can be quite complex for a, a medical student or a graduate to make decisions about when they need to commit to that specialty, what kind of background they need in terms of experience, where is it offered. Those are really challenging aspects that you've got to sort of research and gather together. I think the one of the strengths of, of the regional uh, medical training website is that it actually puts it together in one spot so students can find out information about rural postgraduate training and the different hubs, the regional training hubs that are part of the schools of rural health around Australia have put together. You can find out about where your local hub is. You can find out information about the specialties and how they're structured and where they're offered and what locations they're offered in. And you can find some other resources that are quite supportive. This started as um, a Victorian initiative where Monash University, University of Melbourne and Deakin University regional training hubs got together and put it together. It has grown now to 17 of the 26 regional training hubs uh, associated with schools of rural health are now have information available uh, about their business, what each hub offers, where they're located and what specialties are offered around the southeastern regional Australia. It just takes the confusion away for medical students and graduates to look at the next step because I think that's often an impediment and a barrier. In the past, they haven't been able to readily get that information. I suppose also it might be a little surprise for some doctors looking at certain training pathways that might not realise that it can be done regionally. 
I think you're right. And that, that's absolutely one of the things that's part of this uh, information that's in the, in the website. And look, all the regional training hubs, it's their mission to create more regional and rural postgraduate medical training opportunities. And I think more, most importantly, if we can, to flip what has been the traditional model where trainees go into specialties, they have to do most of that training in metropolitan situations or locations. What we want to do through the regional training hubs is work with the colleges, work with health services uh, and other stakeholders to kind of flip that so that more of that um, training as a part of your specialty that can be done within a region or within uh, a rural location and less of it be done metro. Why is that important? Because this is a time in a young doctor's life where they meet life partners, want to settle down, have a family. If that was to occur, the predominant part of that training was to be done in metro and a person meets their life partner in a metropolitan circumstance, it may be harder for them to return to uh, a regional area, even though that might have been the original desire to do so. So this is really important work being done by the regional training hubs. Alongside the MDMSN, there's also this collaboration that you've just launched with Federation Uni alongside Monash Rural Health. How is that working? Yeah, we're very pleased to announce this uh, collaboration, this partnership with Federation University in Gippsland. So students will have an opportunity if they can't leave the Gippsland region because of personal circumstances or life circumstances, they could do their first degree in Gippsland, keep on living in Gippsland to do their first degree. And then uh, assuming that they complete that course successfully are eligible to get into the Monash graduate entry program that starts at Churchill. So students who would qualify for this, uh, they have to be Gippsland origin students. They have to reach a certain ATAR that would have got them into a Monash feeder first degree. And the other important characteristic about this um, pathway is that we've agreed to uh, have one Monash Bachelor of Biomedical Science unit per semester that these students do. And look, the reason for that is just to make sure that the students who complete this particular pathway will have the same content that they've been exposed to as students who have come through the Monash feeder pathways. So there's no disadvantage for them. And um, so we're very excited about that. There are five places, up to five places that have been allocated for Gibson Origin students to come through that first degree at FedUni, come into the graduate entry program if they qualify and do their clinical placements in Gippsland and hopefully stay in Gippsland uh, after they graduate to practice as young doctors. Thanks for listening. There will be a link to the regional medical training website in the episode's show notes, as well as the programs discussed in this episode. For more info about the study and training opportunities across regional Victoria, head to monash.edu forward slash medicine forward slash rural dash health. This episode was part of a series of conversations with doctors in regional Victoria. 
There's more episodes available which focus on a wide range of medical specialties. We're available anywhere you find good podcasts. The Northwest Victoria and Gippsland Regional Training Hubs have commissioned this podcast to help medical students and junior doctors learn more about training and practicing medicine in regional Australia. There are hubs all across the country. To find out where your nearest regional training hub is, visit the link in the episode show notes or just search regional training hubs. And finally, this podcast was brought to you by Monash Rural Health, presented by Patrick Laverick, that's me, and it was made possible by funding from the Rural Health Multidisciplinary Training Program at the Commonwealth Department of Health.